In today's podcast, we're going to give you an example of how to use the SDK to create a timer application that interfaces with OnTime. A common request that we get in different forms is uh, to have some kind of a timer where you simply click a button, do your work, and then click a button to end your time, and that amount of time is recorded and inserted as a time entry into an item. So we're going to give you a really simple example of how to do this. I've created a, a C-sharp.net Windows app. I've added a text box. This is where I will input the ID number of the task. I'm going to just going to hard code this to existing tasks. And then once I've entered that ID, I can press the button to start and stop the timer. Now, for this to work, I've inserted two web references. I've referenced the work log service and the type service. So let's get started. Um, all my work is going to be here inside the button. I am going to put two global variables here. Let's insert uh, I need a Boolean for the timer is on so I can know whether or not uh, to be counting time or not and then I'm also going to need the date time so that when the timer is selected uh, this will be the time that will fill uh, the, the the initial time of when the timer begins okay those will be my two variables for the form and let's insert some code into the timer uh, so first I need to see if the timer is on I'm gonna say if uh, be timer uh, is on equals false Oops, equals false. Um, then do the following. Um, if the timer is not started yet, then I'm going to start the timer. And let's go ahead and do that by saying dtimer start equals uh, daytime now. And I'm going to insert the time that's right now into that variable that I have waiting there. I'm going to flip the timer back. And I'm also going to change the text on the uh, I'm also going to set the text on the button to say stop timer. And that's something else that I actually need to do uh, in the form itself. Uh, let's say um, during form load, we'll say timer.txt timer equals start timer. So that, that the text on the button can be alternating. All right, so that is my if statement. And then the other thing that can happen is if the button is clicked, uh, the other thing will be if the timer already was started and now it's being stopped. So this is where the bulk of our code is going to go. There are two services we're using, so let's get those started. I'm going to need the work log service, and I'm going to use the work log handler, and we'll set a variable for a new instance of that. And get um, those limits set and then I'm also going to use the type service. We're going to use this for just one call but anytime that you're dealing with units of time you're going to need to be sure that you're pulling from the database because users can change the units and so I'm just going to give you an example here of how to do that as well. Okay and then we're going to create a instance of a new work log and we're going to call it this work log and this particular work log we're this is going to be the one that we're working with and will be populating and then we we will insert this into the database at the end whoops okay so we'll use this work log and we can start populating it with some of the information in the work log couple things you're going to need when you're working with timesheet entries one is you're going to need to associate it with the proper item which item am I going to tie this work log to? Well, I'm going to tie it to a task. So we're going to use the enumerator here of task. 
So um, tie this uh, work log to a task. Which task do you want to tie it to? Let's tie it to, this is the item ID. And let's say that this equals, we're going to simply parse the text box that I've inserted. Whatever number is in there, that's the task to tie it to. Okay, so that's, that's the item that I'm associating it with. You also have to associate it with a user. I'm um, and whatever, however you want to authenticate the people that are logging in and using your app. I'm just going to associate this with user ID one, the administrator. I'm just going to make that easy because you'll you'll probably insert something there yourself. Um, so I'll just then move on to the um, the time. So when did this uh, work log entry occur? Well, it occurred at the timer start, the first time that the button was clicked. That's when the uh, time entry initiated okay that's that's when it started so we'll just insert that um, then I'm going to do a calculation here to calculate the difference between the two times so I'm going to use a time span object we'll do daytime uh, dot now and we're gonna have oops doing this wrong here time span TS equals daytime now minus um, the timer starts. So we have these two dates right now from when the timer is stopping and the start time. Take the difference of those and insert that into a time span and then the work done so work log dot work done is going to equal uh, we're going to do a float conversion because the work done is actually in a float and we'll insert the say, uh, time span and we'll do dot total minutes. Okay. So take the difference between the times that will be the duration of the time entry. Now I'm also going to add one other part here. Um, this is something a little extra. You could also do something like this to find the user, depending on how you want to authenticate. I'm going to create a new data set, and we're going to do a get time. Uh, this is a time unit types, and we'll insert our GUID. And this is going to be an example of because uh, I want to associate this with minutes, uh, but minutes is the all the time entries you can manipulate in the database. I'm going to search through and find minutes. So let's get our GUID. And I have that waiting here, so we'll just paste in the GUID. Alright, so that will give me a data set full of my unit types. Then I'm just going to run through those. Then I'm just going to run through those for each data row, and we'll call it this row in this data set dot tables. There's only going to be one table returned here. And for this, we're simply going to say if, and I have to cast this as a string. So if uh, this row at uh, name, it's the name column, uh, equals minutes. So if this is the minutes row of the returned um, time unit types, then this is the correct row. So my unit, because I need the unit ID here. What are we working with minutes? Are we working with seconds? Are we working with hours? And I want to work with minutes. So I'm going to say time unit type ID equals, and then I have to cast this as an int. But basically take the uh, data that's in uh, the, this row, and this will be the time unit type ID. Okay. And then that, that's, that will be what I'll use. And then we'll close this for. Except that I'm seeing, seeing that I put a dot in there, and that just needs to be a cast. Okay. All right. Last thing here, we're just going to grab. Now we're going to actually insert the work log. So grab the handler, call the add work log, um, make the call. Need to add the GUID again, and you might want to create a variable for that. I'm only calling it twice, so 
um, don't really need that and then the other thing is I need the work log so this work log so pass in that work log it has all the the work log has already been tied to the proper item it's ready to go and then the last two things little aesthetic things I'm going to set the timer is on equal to false so the timer is no longer on and then I can set the text um, equal to uh, start timer all right now one other thing here, let me scroll up, I'm also going to do one last thing. At the top of my button, as soon as I, the user clicks the button, I'm going to disable the button. And I'm also going to enable the button down here, which I believe is right here. Alright. All right, let's give it a shot. Go ahead and save that guy and give it a run. Okay, here's my timer. It's a start timer. I'm going to work with, uh, let's work with task number four. That's the ID number I'll put in there. I'm going to say start the timer. So we'll say one, two, three, four, five seconds. Stop the timer. Jump over to on time. We'll refresh. And I'll click on task number four. And if I click on task number four, there it is, 0.14 minutes. 0.14 minutes, yeah, so about seven or eight seconds. And if I were to go and wait a couple minutes and go back, I would get this. I would get uh, a timer that properly counts for me. So you can take that code, dress it up, put a little login on there if you want to. You know, maybe you want the timer to kick off a message to let you know that it happened. Um, however, you want to do that. So that's a look at using a timer using the SDK uh, with OnTime.